Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of You The Boss Podcast. This is episode three. I'm your host, Pam. I want to wish everyone a happy International Women's Day. As I mentioned last week, this month is International Women's Day. I'm sorry, International Women's Month. And, you know, it's very exciting. There's so much knowledge about this month out there. So I really want to encourage you to go out there and do a little bit of research and definitely look into a lot of the different things that this month means all over the world, not just here in the United States. I do want to let you know that it wasn't until 1975 that International Women's Day was actually acknowledged by by the United Nations. And again, I really hope that you get out there and do some research and I would love to chat about it on my Instagram. That's Boss Lady Pujols on Instagram. So let's jump right into today's topic, self-care versus being selfish. So, you know, especially in quarantine, we've come across the term self-care. You know, taking care of yourself when you're stressed, taking care of yourself when you're sick, but also when you're overworked, you know, you have a lot of emotional baggage, a lot of things going on. And it's almost become kind of trendy amongst companies where it's kind of like, oh, self-care, you know, face masks and body scrubs and lotion and candles and have that glass of wine and eat that extra slice of pizza. And it's like almost like it's the cool thing to do to self-care. And don't get me wrong. I'm the first one to constantly do my self-care at the beginning of every day, at the end of every day. I'm the first one to say, you know, I need my first 15, 20 minutes of silence in the morning and mostly because that's like my mental preparation. And, you know, as again, as we've talked about, self-care is really linked to mental health. And I do want to say that I'm not a mental health specialist. I'm not here to give advice on those kinds of things. Just kind of to bring some light on the topic of self-care versus, you know, what it means to be selfish. And, you know, for as long as we can go back, I'm sure there's been years upon years of our species where we've put ourselves on the back burner. You know, you, you go to work and you don't take any days off. You know, I'm, I know we have someone in our lives that hasn't taken a day off in 10 years and they just go to work, rain, snow, hurricane, not hurricane. They are always at work. They're always there on time. And you're kind of like, wow, like that's really extreme. And then they go to retire and they have like 40 weeks of vacation time or PTO time or however, you know, the different companies kind of acknowledge that too. And you're kind of like, oh my gosh, they never took a day off. So we've been putting ourselves in the back burner for so long. And so self-care has become a way that, you know, in marketing with companies, they've decided, you know, promoting that and, and in some ways kind of promoting it towards mental health, which I think is so great. I think it's positive to say, you know what, if you have a day off and if you have the time to take a day off and you woke up, you know, after let's say post holiday season, if you're in retail and it's like the second week of January and you're like so burnt out because the last like two and a half months you've been 
at work late, working long hours, just dealing with the retail kind of spin. And so taking a day off is is good. I'm I'm a supporter of that. I'm a supporter of using your PTO of yes, going on vacation. Yes, taking a day off to just lay in bed and spend time with yourself. You know, it's not always it's not always masks and bubble baths. Sometimes it's taking yourself to the doctor. Sometimes it's you know, just having a conversation with your mom or or, or your dad or an aunt or a grandma, like someone that you can still reach on the phone. And sometimes self-care looks like, you know, you got to put in your two weeks at your current job because it's draining you. Because maybe the career path that you chose is not the one that you want anymore. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that even though those are bigger topics, like making a life change, like changing your career, I think that that's also part of self-care. And we have to keep those things in the back of our minds. We have to continuously give ourselves self-care. Again, self-care is not only a day off. You know, self-care is a, is a daily routine. You know, daily maybe not being on your phone that first hour that you wake up just so that you're not starting the day off by a message that you didn't want to receive on Instagram or maybe the post of something political on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever the other social media platforms are. I can't even keep up these days. And, you know, another form of self-care is having eight ounces of warm water with lemon in the morning instead of just jumping right into grabbing a cup of coffee before you leave the house. You know, there are little ways that we can take care of ourselves. And because this is so much more promoted now, it's definitely something that I encourage everyone to partake in because again self-care isn't only skincare it's it's not only bubble baths it's in the little day in the little things of our daily routines so I'm sure at this point you're probably wondering okay so what does that have to do with selfishness I promise I'm getting there I've also kind of felt that you know we've gotten to a point where there, the lines have been blurred between self-care and selfishness. Now, I do want to start off by saying that I don't want anyone who is listening to this to think, you know, oh, she's probably talking about something personal or, oh, you know, that's not that's not the case. Or, you know, I'm open to having different conversations about different things. This is just my opinion. Um, and just something I've noticed, you know, it it seems as though those, that line between self-care and selfishness are blurred because now it turns into, well, if I don't want to go to dinner anymore that I committed to two weeks ago, then I'm not going to go. And it's like, I'm tired. I've had a last hard two weeks. And when I made that decision, I, I was in a better mental state. And like, I I do want to say that mental health is important and I'm not talking about mental health here. I'm talking about the responsibility that we have to one another as humans. You know, we all we have is each other. And in a in a current state of everything around the world where we're almost being bombarded with so much of the realities of so many things. If you've turned 30 in the last 12 months you may have learned so much about what you thought you knew. 
And, you know, showing up for the people in your life is part of accountability. So at some point, you know, yeah, maybe two weeks ago you made plans with a group of friends to go have dinner. And today you don't feel like it. Today I worked eight to five. I'm not tired right now, but I was tired. And I know that I have a running Sunday game night with my husband and our group of friends. And we get on about 8.30 at night and we play games for about two hours. And that is our commitment. And the last couple of weeks, I've been a little drained because Sunday I usually work a full day and I just kind of been like, oh, I just want to go to bed early tonight. I don't want to hop on the games. And I have. I have because I said I would and also because it's like our way to bond right now, especially with quarantine and and all the things going on. And I come off feeling so much better. I'm so happy that I didn't make the choice to back out of what I said I was going to do in the honor of quote unquote self-care. And it's not it's not to say that sometimes you do cancel plans with friends because maybe you came down with a cold and as we know if you don't feel good don't show up. But at the same time I feel like that that line of self-care is kind of blurring into you know I don't care about anyone else but myself. And while I do believe that we should hold ourselves as a top priority and we shouldn't hinder ourselves just for the sake of people pleasing because that's also I'm sure to be a topic down the line but you know showing up isn't always going to be rainbows and butterflies you know um, it is it is very interesting to say yes I'm exhausted but if you need a moment to talk like we can talk but it's also a time to normalize the moment of self-care for others of saying, hey, I want to vent. Do you have a minute? Do you have the mental space? And also being open to the idea that someone may say, you know what, not right now. You know, I think that we've forgotten how to be more human to one another. We're so full of TikTok videos and Instagram videos and YouTube videos and ads and Facebook and memes and We've forgotten how to be present. We've forgotten how to honestly, truthfully, how to drink more than two bottles of water during the day and lower our rates of anxiety. We've forgotten that, like I said before, self-care is not always a sheet mask and a bubble bath. Sometimes self-care is picking up the phone and calling one of your friends and saying, hey, I was thinking of you. I wanted to say hi. And let's let's keep it millennial, right? Let's let's say we shoot a quick text and we're just like, hey, I was thinking of you. What's up? What's going on? You know, I I personally have a couple of friends that I talk to throughout the day. It's probably like two or three friends, but. Every day there's a good morning text and there's memes and there's random conversation. And sometimes we even get videos and voice notes to each other. 
And that for me is a form of my own self-care because right now as an extroverted introvert, I've been very self-conflicted with, yes, loving being in the comfort of my home, but also really missing my extrovertedness. And I've found that a lot of people have chosen this time to make it like, well, I've been going through a lot and I just have decided to pull out of your life altogether. Or I'm going to check in whenever I want because this is where I'm at in my quote unquote self-care. And to me, that's not self-care. To me, that's that's a bigger way to say I'm avoiding something, whether it be saying something to you that maybe I want to confront or maybe I just feel like we're growing apart. And, and that's a hard conversation to have. Again, that I'm sure that'll be another topic down the line. But we've gotten to a point where we're just allowing the excuse of self-care to come in between us being accountable to those around us, to us keeping our words when we say we're going to do something, we're going to be somewhere, we're going to show up for something. Like, for example, it's been very easy to say, hey, let's all grab a glass of wine tonight and get onto Zoom, you know, just for an hour to shoot the stuff. And it's been very easy to get a text from the friend at the end or towards the middle of it and be like, hey, sorry, guys, I'm not coming. And I'm not delegitimizing saying you got home from work, you got home from work late and you have a ton of things to do for tomorrow to set up for the day and you know, you you want to take a nice shower and go to the gym, not necessarily in that order. You want to do those things before you go to bed tonight. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about being responsible for your daily life, but just simply saying, I'm tired, I'm not going to that. Or, oh, I don't want to be there. You know, I'm not feeling it. You know, I can't tell you how many times we let our feelings kind of dictate decisions that we made before those feelings were there and I you know in my previous episode I talk a lot about um, comparison being the thief of joy and if you haven't heard episode two you should definitely listen to it but I did mention social media a lot and I feel like social media has normalized not being responsible to the people in your life you know it's it's hard to be accountable and and it's hard to be accountable to ourselves. You know, we're we're so open to the idea of holding everyone else accountable, right? We're so open to the idea of saying, you know, you didn't show up or you weren't there for me or you, et cetera, et cetera. And we forget that part of self-care is also being accountable to yourself and saying, Yes, taking into consideration, like, what is that person going through? But also holding yourself accountable to say, this is who they are. This is who this person is. And maybe they're having a rough time. And maybe this is actually who they are. And and, and maybe my own self-care is to kind of check myself in this relationship. You know, I, I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with a friend of mine. And she she had a... a a disagreement with one of her friends who's like far removed and she said she was like venting to me and she was like and I'm not gonna get an apology for that and 
I I feel very passionate. So if I've ever called you my friend or I ever called you a, a close friends, I feel very passionate about you. And I feel very passionate about what affects you. And so to hear her say that, you know, I remember getting off the phone with her that night and feeling so upset for her. She was genuinely upset. She was in a in a right position to be upset with her friend. But to hear the art of saying, I'm not going to get an apology for that. I felt so saddened for her because we've gotten to a point where maybe she was just assuming like that she wasn't going to get an apology. But also, how many times do we read on social media? We have to accept the apologies we won't get. And so I believe we do. But now we're in this now we're in this other circle of. Well, I'm just never going to expect an apology from when someone wrongs me and we're just going to kind of accept that behavior. And so, again, this is where that self-care and selfishness becomes blurred because, you know, in a situation like that, me for let's say, for example, I'm trying to keep the peace and I won't bring something up. And now I'm stifling onto myself. But like in general, I'm trying to keep the peace. So I'm keeping this thing on myself and now I'm not taking care of myself. And now this other person isn't being held accountable to me. And I also want to just kind of preface this in the fine print that you're not always going to get those apologies and, you know, you're not better than me and I'm not better than the next person and et cetera, et cetera. So when I say being held accountable, I just mean if you did something that whether it could generally put me in danger or I'm telling you it hurt my feelings just because you don't think that it should have hurt my feelings doesn't mean that it didn't. And that's where, again, that self-care comes in. You know, I know we're not all confrontational. We don't all show up to tables and say, I'm flipping this table over because this is what happened and I did not like it and I am not with it. We don't show up that way to all tables, if any table at all. I know our personalities are all different. But at what point will my friend go to her friend and say, hey, that situation a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago really bothered me. And I would like an apology from you because etc." Or does my friend, in the honor of caring for someone else just settle for the idea that she's not getting an apology or even dragging that a little bit further let's say that that friend does apologize and they say I'm sorry that you felt that way I didn't mean to hurt your feelings and my friend says that's not good enough for me I don't accept your apology or I accept your apology but I need to work on it You know, at some point, we have to hold ourselves accountable to say, hey, I hurt your feelings and I'm sorry and I want to make it right. Or how can I make this right? But also in the honor of self-care, not everything needs to be argued. Not everything needs to be explained. And so I want to encourage you here in closing. And I want you in this week, I want you to take with you when you go to change your mind about, again, putting it as simple as showing up to a dinner with a bunch of friends that you haven't seen in a while or not, 
is you not showing up going to do permanent damage of not seeing your friends for a while? Are you holding yourself accountable to keeping your word? And in your self-care, are you also taking care of yourself and holding yourself accountable to not just others, but to your main priority? Are you trusting your own decisions? Are you making calculated decisions and not rushed or rash decisions? Or in the sake of it all, are you just living in the moment and doing whatever you want and whatever pleases you and not keeping others in mind? Thank you for listening. Come back again next week for another episode of You the Boss Podcast.